Go in your Bibles to the book of Ephesians. And with Gary and Pam Sessions joining as members today, I felt that was a real appropriate deal. As today, we're going to look at membership matters. Membership matters. Ephesians chapter 4. And I've got a lot of stuff to throw at you today. Um, we'll see how well that goes. It's kind of like tonight. I. My message just keeps growing for tonight. I don't know what I'll do over there. I'll just, uh, I don't know what I'll do over there. <clears throat> Keep on preaching. Um, preachers that are satisfied with 50 when they could have 100. They're usually the ones saying, numbers just really don't matter. That's what losers say. That's like the person that says, oh, I don't care if I win or lose. That's what losers say. <laughs> I think that it ought to be in our minds, it ought to be in our spirit, that every time we see an empty chair... It is incumbent upon us, each and every one of us, to try to fill that chair. Because I've never seen a, I've never seen a chair get blessed yet. But I've seen people sitting in them chairs get blessed. So, uh, there, that's, that's where I'm, that's my soapbox for today. All right. Ephesians 4, starting with verse 11. And God gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting or for the completing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith. Praise God for that. I can only hope. Amen. To live above with those we love. It will be glory. To live below with those we know, now that's another story. <laughs> that's not in the Bible, but it should be. All right. <laughs> Till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man or a complete man under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every weight, wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. Lord, I'm praying, God, for your blessing, your anointing, your gifting upon me to be able to preach and teach your word. And Lord, may your anointing be upon those to hear and receive joyfully and gladly. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. We're ready to hear, right? Right? All right. The surrounding area of this church and the surrounding counties, when talking about Orchardville Church, use this term. That church. Anybody ever heard that? I have. That church. Crowds, whether it's here, whether it's at Fairfield, whether it's at Centralia, crowds that just walk through the doors occasionally, they will say, this church. 
is doing thus and so. But members of Orchardville Church will always, will always, will always, when talking about Orchardville Church, say, my church or our church. Christian life is about being accountable. It's about having commitment. And that's a hard sell in the good old U.S. of A. And getting harder every year. Because people want to do their own little thing. Preacher, why do we even have a membership class? All the cool churches anymore don't have membership class. I know, that's true. Also, all the cool churches have tables and chairs set up in their sanctuary where they can bring in their coffee. Um, this sanctuary will never be your living room. And that's fuddy-duddy or that's whatever you want to call it. But that's why it always bugs me. I don't care if it's a youngster doing it that doesn't even have license to do it or if it's an older couple cooing over each other and they've got their head laid over on the other person's shoulder or whatever. This ain't your living room. I think people ought to be ready to receive from God when they get in here. And again, if you wait for us to set up the little coffee and the table and all of that, you're not going to have, we got a room down right over there. That's what we do over there. The reason for membership class is connection. As far as the church being cool, that's where we're cool because we spell connection with an X. That's cool. The reason we do that, not the X part, but the connection part, is for the people in mass and at large that goes to that class, they can see the purpose of the church is to reach, teach, and serve. And being in that class, they will see the vision of the church and what the church has been doing, what the church is currently doing, and what we will be doing hopefully down the road. And people who don't care enough to go to a membership class would probably never care enough to fulfill the responsibilities of being a member. Ouch. First Timothy chapter 4. Exercise yourself unto godliness. Develop strong spiritual habits. This is why you hear me say from time to time, read the Bible. Read two chapters every day. Or when you get into the book of Numbers or Deuteronomy like your preacher has, go down to one chapter a day. <laughs> Tough books for me. <laughs> they just are. Read your Bible. Read Genesis. Read the book of John. Read the book of Romans. Read the book of James. Get into the Word of God. And remember this when you're reading the Bible. Right here, spec. Specs. S. As you're reading the Bible, you will see a sin to stay away from. P. You will see a promise to lay hold on to. E. 
You will see an example that you can follow. S-P-E-C. See. <laughs> see a command to obey and the S specs a stumbling block to avoid. Strong spiritual habits is what every Christian needs within their life. That prayer time is important. That Bible reading is important. That church attendance is important. That giving is important. Fellowship is important. These, listen, everybody's life is filled up with habits. Either going to be good habits or bad habits. It's up to you. And the six main areas where you can get involved in in this church is worship, evangelism, Christian education, community, stewardship, and service. And what I say almost every time I'm ever in a connection class is a rising tide raises all the boats in the harbor. Jan Herman, congratulations on your uh, retirement here. Yeah, bless you, sister. Bless you. When you, as someone in this church says, you know what, I think I'm going to go to the connection class. What will probably happen, your friend will go with you to connection class. And here at connection class at, at Orchardville, We've got Jeremy and Vadon Stroud that head that up. Where are they at? Right over there. In Centralia Branch, we have Jennifer Upchurch. Jennifer, where are you at? You're right, well, I'm going to guess. You're right there. <laughs> and me and Kay was in that class about a month ago, and I just wanted to see how Jennifer did. She did a fabulous job with that class. Over at Fairfield, we have got Dave and Elaine Orr. Dave, would you please stand? You're the tallest guy in all the branches. <laughs> Preacher, can I volunteer even though I'm not a member? The answer, yes, you can. Yes, you can. But I still stress it's important to be... That's just how I'm wired. I mean, from the time I was 16 when I got converted, I wanted to be a member of what I was going to. That just, that, maybe that's just me. But I wanted to be a member. To hold an office in the Orchardville Church, you got to be a member. To vote on church business, and I always say this, it's not the biggest deal like it is in other churches to vote here at Orchardville Church. Oh, goody, I'll be a member. That way I get to vote. Well, once a year... We don't have, uh, we, I come from a church years and years ago that had a business meeting every month. It was devil's night every month. <laughs> we have one business meeting a year. So it's got to be more of an imp, a, a, a desire for you to become a member. Oh boy, I just, I get the vote. Got to be a bigger uh, reason for it than that. I believe again, it's the people that know about this church, oh, that church. The people that occasionally show up at that church, at this church say, oh, this church. But members will always, will always, will always, will always say my church, our church. And that's how it should be. Need to be a member. You need to be born again. And water baptized. This has been something 
that I have included on being water baptized because it really lets people realize that preacher's serious about you being water baptized. You bet I am. You bet I am. Furthermore, if you are living together outside of marriage and you're going to Orchardville Church, we want you in this church. But hear me. You're not going to be allowed to be a member. Well, that's just judgmental. A rising tide raises all the boats in the harbor. That's what we want to do here. That's what we want to do here. In verse 11, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers. Let me show you the five-fold ministry here that God has given. Apostle. An apostle is the thumb. An apostle is able to work and touch all of the others. That's the apostle's role. The prophet's role is like Nathan confronting David and saying, thou art the man. An evangelist is this middle finger that reaches further than all the rest. That's the evangelist. Right here, the one with the ring. This is the pastor. He's married to the church. I'm not a pastor with six sermons and six suits. I'm not one of these guys that just, I'm, I'm for hire, and I hire out, and I go and do my thing, and I come back, and I, and I show up occasionally, and I do, no, no, no. This is it for me. 23 years right here. Right here. Married to the church. The teacher is the little finger. The teacher can get in your ear. So there, somebody asks you about the five-fold ministry, you're going to be able to know what the five-fold ministry is. Verse number, uh, the 12th verse, for the maturing of the saints, the building up of the body. In verse 13, the unity. Unity, you and I tie. You and I tie. And verse 14, cunning craftiness is what you've got to beware of in jude chapter or in jude chapter what chapter what chapter would that be in jude there you go jude one verse four certain men crept in unawares they're creeps they lie in wait to deceive they're creeps they sow discord among the brethren they're creeps look to your neighbor and say don't be a creep What is leadership's job? Stick with Ephesians 4. In verse 3, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. I'll let you know 2011 has been a tough year for me. I'll let you know that. But I'm still here and I'm still standing. The church motto is to reach, teach, and serve. And to divvy off of that, Let's go to the four B's. Can I have that? 
This is what we at Orchardville Church, where we want to get each and every person. The four B's, to believe, belong, be real, be strong. And today, all I've got time is with believe, and we'll look at the rest of them next week. The first B, believe, believe, believe. And if that's all I tell you, believe. I've done you a disservice. We're ready with that video. Let's watch a video on City Slickers. How old are you? 38. 39. Yeah. You all come off here about the same age, same problems. You spend about 50 weeks a year getting knots in your rope, and then, then you think two weeks up here will time for you. None of you get it. Do you know what the secret of life is? No, what? This. Your finger? One thing. Just one thing. It's great, but what's the one thing? That's what you've got to figure out. One thing. One thing. One, they, they lament the fact, the, the young guys do in the, in the uh, later portion of the movie, that Curly, he, he should have told us what the one thing is, and he didn't tell us what the one thing is. I'm going to tell you what the one thing is. One thing. One thing. One thing. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. There's the one thing. There's the one thing. There's the one thing. Any church that's unclear on that is not worth the powder to blow it up. One thing, believe on the Lord Jesus. It's not fair to tell you, oh, just believe. Just believe in something. Believe in a higher power. That's what a guy told me years ago. He said, preacher, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just believing, I'm just believing and looking inward, inward into myself. And I told him, don't do that, you're already messed up. Don't do that. So I'm not telling you, just believe in some nebulous idea and finally muddle through and maybe you can figure it all out. I think what I'm saying. Believe on, and I'm not telling you, as, as Webster says, basically that faith is believing in belief. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. We've got to do something, the same thing that Rahab the harlot did 3,000 years ago. She had to believe outside of herself to be able to be rescued. It was not her think good thoughts about herself. It was not think, well, you know, I'm just turning over a new leaf. It wasn't any of that. She had to do something outside of herself in taking the red rope and putting it out the scarlet cord out the, out the window. It had to be something outside of herself. Same thing here. God is expecting us to believe on something that is outside of ourselves, and that is the cross of Jesus Christ. The Philippian jailer, what must I do to be saved? Paul said, oh, just believe. No, he did not. He said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. He told him a specific person to believe in. Verse 32 of that same scenario said, and Paul spoke unto him the word of the Lord. You don't get faith by praying for it. Hear me. 
You don't get faith by fasting for it. Hear me. You don't get faith by trying real hard for it. Hear me. Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. John chapter 20, these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ. 1 John 5, these things have I written that you may know that you have eternal life. A woman down by McLeansboro one year told me after I preached on that you can know that you've got salvation, she came up to me and said, young man, it's been a long time ago when this story happened. Young man, I'll have you know, no one knows until they get to heaven whether they're saved or not. And I said, lady, either I believe what you say or I believe what God says, and God says I can know. <laughs> Here's a Bible truth. We are to take up this is what Jesus said. Take up your cross and follow me. That's a Bible truth. Here's the biblical truth of the matter. Either you'll carry your cross or you'll carry your sin. Biblical truth. Either you'll carry your cross or you'll carry your sin. Paul writes... Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death. The Roman law was if you've committed a capital offense, but yet it was deemed, a Roman citizen could never die on the cross. That's why Paul was not killed by crucifixion. He was killed by his head being cut off. It was two forms, either as a Roman citizen, that or if it was super grievous of what you'd done. A fugitive that had just died, they would take that man and strap him on your back. That's where Paul gets this. Oh, wretched man that I am. Who's got a strong back in this building? Anybody? Anybody? Frank Taylor. Come on, Frank. Help me out. Drew, you ready to help me out here? Come on. Don't shrug your shoulders. Come on. Come on. <clears throat> Let me illustrate this. Right over here. All right. Frank has done the capital offense, and now this is the fugitive that was killed the day earlier for whatever crime he done. And now Frank, as this Roman citizen, has got to have this because of whatever the grievous sin he was done. He, I don't. What do you do, Joy? No, we won't get Joy into this. <laughs> I want you to strap here. There you go. All right. Now, as a Roman guard. Was, was, his, was commissioned to stay with this man until, and whatever happened, wherever he went, this death, body of death, was strapped to him. 
Frank, can you walk around anywhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't be fun. That wouldn't be fun. That wouldn't be fun. Until this death would creep in to his life and would literally overtake him. Thanks, guys. Literally overtake him. Paul writes, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? He doesn't leave us hanging. He says this. Oh, I thank God. Oh, I thank God. It's through Jesus Christ, our Lord. There's the deliverance. There's the deliverance. The very first thing on this, on believe, one thing. Curly's right. It's one thing. And Orchardville Church is going to tell you what that one thing, that primary thing is. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Next week, we'll look at belong, be real, and be strong. But today, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's all stand. Anybody that is here and you have decided, or perhaps next week, you've, whatever the case is, you want to look up Jeremy and Vidon and tell them, hey, when's this, when's this class get started? How can I get connected in with that? You need to do exactly that. That'd be good for you. It'd be good for the church. Um, a rising tide raises all the boats in the harbor. Bow your heads, please. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your word. We're thankful, Lord God, what we can learn from your word. We ask and pray this morning that you would touch and minister to my life, to every person that's here, the truth of your holy word. And God, it become living and real for someone here this day. Well, they have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. They have never said yes to your grace. We ask and pray, Lord, you make that real and true to them this day. In Jesus' name, amen. You stood Salve
our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.